Support for Innovation Hub comes from the Museum of Science in Boston, working to inspire everyone to push the boundaries of what's possible through hands-on exhibits, interactive programs, K-12 engineering curricula, and educator resources. Learn more at mos.org. Welcome to Innovation Hub. I'm Kara Miller. Once upon a time, you knew people were rich because having a job was superfluous. This scene from Downton Abbey perfectly reflects a late 19th century view of a woman, played by Maggie Smith, who has always lived a life of leisure. You do know I mean to involve you in the running of the estate. Oh, don't worry. There are plenty of hours in the day. And of course I'll have the weekend. What, what is a weekend? Not seeing a distinction between the week and the weekend was clearly a mark of wealth. The phrase, ladies who lunch, refers to women who have both time and means. But somewhere along the line, at least in America, something shifted. Just having a lot of money was not quite enough, at least in a lot of people's minds, to qualify you as high status. Listen to this 2014 Super Bowl ad from Cadillac. Other countries, they work, they stroll home, they stop by the cafe, they take August off. Off. Why aren't you like that? Why aren't we like that? Because we're crazy, driven, hardworking believers, that's why. Those other countries think we're nuts. Whatever. We're the Wright brothers insane? Bill Gates, Les Paul, Ali. Were we nuts when we pointed to the moon? That's right. We went up there, you know what we got? Bored. A new study argues that this shift in values has been so profound that we've started to prize work not for what it can get us, a pool, expensive clothes, a fancy vacation, but for something even more alluring, prestige. Niru Paharia is an assistant professor at Georgetown University's School of Business, and she's a co-author of the study Conspicuous Consumption of Time, When Busyness and Lack of Leisure Time Become a Status Symbol. Niru, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So what made you think in the first place about um, studying the status or the respect that you get by working hard? Yeah, so we we were kind of starting from, um, you mentioned, uh, what is a weekend? Right. Um, <laughs> that kind of view um, was really solidified by this gentleman whose name was Veblen, Thorstein Veblen. And he had this theory of the leisure class where he talked about how wealthy people are able to uh, waste money because mm-hmm. they have so much money. They mm-hmm. can waste money on sort of functionally useless products, but also how they can also waste time. So we originally just thought, well, really no one has studied, or at least it has been understudied, um, how people are now spending their time Mm. to show their status and had kind of thought at the beginning that maybe, you know, um, maybe we would see something that's more consistent with what Veblen had proposed. But it turns out in American culture, it's actually quite the opposite. So people feel like people who are busy are more high status. And we found that the reason why is that you're sort of turning yourself into the object. You become the scarce resource, Hmm. um, in a sense, and people sort of um, view you as being in short supply. And then that kind of enhances your your value. So the thing that we might think of as being like that luxury product that you were talking about, like the Gucci handbag, somebody walks on the street with a Gucci handbag, and you know, they're a very rich person, or they drive down the street in a Mercedes and you know they're a very rich person. But you're saying if you perceive somebody to be busy, even if they don't have any of those things, you think, what, that they're a rich person, that they're a good person? What do you think about them? 
Yeah, so we actually conducted a number of studies um, to kind of get at this and get at the specific mechanics of what is going on. And what we did in one of our studies is we varied the socioeconomic status of the person. So we, we, we told people that, you know, somebody came from maybe a lower class background or a middle class background or a very wealthy background. And then we varied whether a person was really busy, not that busy, et cetera. And regardless of the socioeconomic class that someone comes from, people in American culture view the busy person to be of a higher social status. Uh, but what we measured uh, more specifically was that these people are seen to be more ambitious, um, have uh, greater levels of competence, are viewed to be more scarce, um, et cetera. And so we found that that's sort of what's driving this uh, perception that busy people have more status. People kind of attribute these positive qualities to them. Let's talk about some of the the experiments you did. Can you talk a little bit about the uh, Peapod Whole Foods one? Like, what? How did you set it up? Why did you do it? Yeah. So we wanted to. Um, so we we first ran a number of experiments where we basically told people that somebody was busy or not busy, and then sort of asked them to to evaluate. Um, this target individual on their level of social status. But we wanted to see whether people could use products um, to signal their busyness. So instead of me telling you I'm busy, I can just use a product that has some kind of busyness um, that people would make some kind of inference about my level of busyness. And so we used three grocery stores. So we used Peapod, which is a, a delivery service. So presumably for somebody who doesn't have time to go shopping, um, they might order their groceries on Peapod and then Peapod would come deliver them to their doorstep. Right. We used Whole Foods because Whole Foods is sort of known as, I, I, I guess I wouldn't, um, the word luxury is quite right, but it's a high-priced, high-end grocery store. Um, and then we use Trader Joe's as sort of a control condition. So good grocery store, um, but not as expensive um, as something like a Whole Foods. And we found that uh, even though people thought Peapod was was inexpensive in the same way that Trader Joe's was inexpensive, uh, they found that people who shopped at Peapod had just as much status as somebody who shopped at Whole Foods, which is a kind of an expensive brand. Mm. So you could see that um, using a time-saving device, in this case Peapod, this time-saving service, was able to give a person as much status as shopping at a store that was more expensive, like Whole Foods. So in general, I assume the people that you were setting felt like Whole Foods was the more expensive option. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So we, we went through a, a whole process where we pre-tested a bunch of brands and asked people like which brand is, is more expensive. And, and people felt that Whole Foods was, was quite a bit more expensive than something like a Trader Joe's or a Peapod. But if you went with Peapod, you were judged as being sort of, you got a bump up in richness almost. Yeah. You, you got to be judged as as high status as the people who went to Whole Foods just because what you're saying is, I am so busy, I can't even get to the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the interesting thing is people, when we ask them how expensive is Peapod, how expensive is Whole Foods, how expensive is Trader Joe's, they thought Trader Joe's and Peapod were the same and they were much less than Whole Foods. So even though Peapod is cheaper, um, you get this kind of status boost because it sort of gives you the sense that you just don't have enough time to shop. You're too busy and important. Did, did that finding surprise you? I mean, I think 
When we started the project and we were not completely sure which way it was going to go, it would be surprising in that context. But in the context of like really like thinking about American culture and um, understanding that Americans really do uh, appreciate busyness and, and this idea of aspiration, um, I would say maybe less surprising. But I guess what, you know, I think maybe in the context of we sort of have this view that spending money is the only way to show our status, um, you know, it's it's kind of counterintuitive and, you know, unexpected in that sense. I'm Kara Miller. This is Innovation Hub. I'm talking with Niru Paharia, an assistant professor at Georgetown University, co-author of a study looking at how Americans perceive and judge busyness. Talk about, besides the Whole Foods pea pod experiment that you did, talk about other ways that people show they're busy without actually saying it, but ways that people, you know, judge you in a positive way because they perceive you to be a busy person. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, one way would be like if somebody asks you to have a meeting with you, what, what do you tell them? Do you say, oh, well, yeah, I'm free anytime, or do you tell them, <laughs> uh, I can meet you at four fifteen in two Thursdays from now? <laughs> you know, like not even at four or four thirty, but I can meet you at four fifteen. Um, and if you're really like intense about it, you can say, I can meet you at four ten, <laughs> and. and uh, <laughs> And two Thursdays from now, I can meet at 410 to 420. I have a 10-minute window. Do you ever do that uh, kind of thing when actually you're more free than that, truly? I don't, but I can see how people would take that as a sign as opposed to saying, oh, yeah, you know, like I can meet you anytime. I think it's a little intuitive if you think about people who are, you know, self-employed. Like, say, imagine you're a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can I can meet you uh, I can meet you anytime this week next week uh, right. versus you know <laughs> I can meet you in three weeks from now because you're so good you're so busy people want your time you're scarce and in demand you must be um, really good at what you do that's kind of like the the logic chain. So you mentioned in the study that kind of as we've been discussing, uh, busyness in some ways is replacing luxury goods as this. Um, status symbol. Do you feel like that marks a change where we're moving away from the the purse or the boat or whatever into uh, a, a different realm? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I think there's some things going on and there has been some discussion that, you know, millennials are um, less interested in owning products and things like that. And I think also social media makes it really easy to talk about how busy you are versus it's really hard on social media to tell everybody every day that you drive an expensive car. Right. Um, or you, that would uh, you be know, a strange like, oh, tweet I'm... to send out every day. Yeah. yeah. Every day I'm, I'm riding around in my $100,000 car and, you know, tomorrow I'm going to ride around in my $100,000 car. It's just the signaling status through products works well in the physical world. Mm-hmm where you have almost like an excuse to use these products, like you need a car, you need a handbag. And so you almost have kind of, it's called a functional alibi. So you have an alibi um, to use these products, but it's really hard to talk about using them on social media. You, almost, you don't really have a good excuse. Right. Do you feel like you say, I'm busy more now or less than before you did the study? I think I say it less, but I have to say it's like it's become such a... 
natural thing when people right. ask you how you're doing. It's like the natural answer is, oh, I'm right. busy. I've been so busy. You know, it's like you almost have to stop yourself from saying that. <laughs> Niru Paharia is an assistant professor at Georgetown, and she's co-author of the study, Conspicuous Consumption of Time, When Busyness and Lack of Leisure Time Become a Status Symbol. Niru, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. One more point of interest here before we leave Paharia's study. She and her co-authors also interviewed Italians to see if their outlook on busyness contrasted with Americans' outlook. You might guess that Europeans would place a higher value on leisure. And you'd be right. When Italians were told that a person worked all the time, rolling long hours, they saw that not as an aspirational lifestyle, but as a tough situation that, you know, maybe you would have to endure to support a family. Workers in that situation, they thought, were not lucky enough to live a life of leisure. Too busy for my loving, too busy for my petting, that is all that I've been Support for Innovation Hub comes from Cambridge Savings Bank. Introducing the CSB1 package, a checking account combined with investing through Connect Invest to help you build a better tomorrow. CambridgeSavings.com/CSB1